The Orange Catholic Foundation is pleased to bring you the following Father Spitzer homily. Today's first reading from the first letter of John is so remarkable. The idea of we have eternal life if we possess Jesus. I remember as a younger man just looking at that and going, uh, me? Uh, I'm not possessing the Lord of the universe. I, I'm not possessing the Son of God. What, what, what can this word mean? And of course, it has a nuance that I didn't think of in my good materialistic fashion. I thought possession meant glomming onto it and owning it. And uh, that's not what it means. Possession is what is the fruit of belief, not possession by a devil. Possession of Jesus is the fruit of belief, the fruit of faith. That huge, huge word in the first letter of John and in the gospel of John, you know, that word belief that has just layer after layer after layer. Yes, belief in God uh, means that there is an intellectual assent to Jesus as the only begotten Son, to Jesus as Emmanuel, God with us, right? The, the unconditional love of God with us. Yes, that, there's an intellectual assent to that. I believe that intellectually, that God is love, and I believe that Jesus is the beloved of God who has come to be with us as promised by the prophets. But then there's that other layer, it's not just that I believe. The second layer is I, I want to follow him because he is the Son of God, because I really believe, not just in my mind, but I believe in my heart that he is the Son of God, that he is eternal life, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Because I believe that in my heart, I, I want to follow him. I know that he's the way out of emptiness. He's the way out, out of darkness. He's the way out of alienation, out of cosmic loneliness. He's the way out. He's the light. He is unconditional love. He's hope for the world. He is the antithesis of evil. He is truly the, 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 the goodness and love of God that destroys, crushes evil from its beginning to its end. Now, if I believe that, then I want to hang, second layer, right? I want to hang on every word that, that uh, you know, uh, Jesus says. Because that teaching of his, that's the way out of my darkness. That's the way out of evil. That's the way out of loneliness and alienation. I, I really got to want to hear what he's saying. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to live it perfectly. The Lord knows I have never lived it perfectly and I'm unlikely to do so until at least a few years in purgatory after I'm six feet under. The point that I'm trying to make, though, is I am trying to hang on to those words. I'm trying to understand those words in my heart, and I'm trying to allow those words to move me in my heart toward action. Imperfect as those actions are, uh, many times I go back, you know, uh, you know on, on, on my desire to do this, and I have to kind of repent and get back on the road. As many times as I do it, I'm on the road. I'm in it for the long haul. 
That's that, that second layer of just letting his word get to us in our hearts. He's the way out of the darkness. Listen to him when he communicates with us at 3 o'clock in the morning, pointing out something. Listen to him and follow him. Then there's the third layer. And the third layer of that word belief, right, is, is this trust in the unconditional love and mercy of God where we know that even if we have failed, so long as we try to get up, we repent sincerely, we try to get back on the road again and, and follow him and let his word matter that we're in it for the long haul. And if we're Catholics, we take advantage of that sacrament of reconciliation. If we're back on the road, yes. Then, of course, we believe that the unconditional mercy of God not only forgives us, but heals us in our heart of hearts so that we can go th forward through the grace of the sacrament of reconciliation and the grace of the Holy Eucharist, right? We believe this in our hearts. We trust in his merciful love, which means that we don't have to listen to the voice of the accuser, the voice of our enemy, Satan, who tells us we are nothing more than failed wretches. And what, what business do we have of thinking that we could possibly enter into the narrow gate through the judgment of God? We're doomed. And of course, we know the minute we affirm the unconditional mercy and love of, of Jesus manifest in, in, in the prodigal son parable, the father of the prodigal son, right? The minute we affirm it and we try to follow it and we use the sacraments to do so, right? We know that the accuser is just dead wrong. And his message that is all intended to deceive us, discourage us, and lead us to despair is not only wrong, it's the antithesis of the light and the love that Jesus brought into the world through his unconditional self-sacrifice in his passion, death, and resurrection. That's the third layer of belief. And if we combine those three layers of faith or belief in John's gospel, and there are some other you know, uh, smaller ones, but as we try to combine this, what happens to us? The Lord enters into us more deeply. Of course he entered into us uh, you know, at, at baptism. Of course he integrated us into his mystical body at baptism. But the Lord enters into us more and more deeply. And his heart is speaking to our heart. And that's what this word possession means, that we possess him as he possesses us, that we're in unity with him, and that you know, our hearts are unified. And, and when that happens, says John, we have eternal life. That's the good news. We have eternal love, eternal joy, and eternal life with him who is unified to us in our hearts. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast brought to you by the Orange Catholic Foundation.